This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hey, this is the Doughboys, reminding you that in most states you can vote early in person before Election Day. You can also vote by mail. Visit headcount.org slash headgum to get everything you need about voting early or by mail. That's headcount.org slash headgum. Omar Stanley Nedlick, one of countless little-known figures who, during the 20th century tidal wave of food system industrialization, forever changed the way we eat. A Kansas farm boy and World War II veteran, Nedlick became a Dairy Queen franchisee in the 1950s, offering a unique attraction that separated his store from the pack. Partially frozen bottled sodas he marketed as the coldest drinks in town. Savily sensing he was onto something big, within five years Nedlick had devised a mechanical contraption for producing slushy, carbonated drinks. And the Icy was born. The Icy quickly became a staple at movie theaters and burger stands, and among the many vendors who snatched up Nedlick's machines and droves was a Dallas convenience store chain founded as Totem Stores in 1923 and rebranded in 1946 to reflect their original hours of service. The chain called their version of the Icy the Slurpee, and so Nedlick's invention would become their signature item, later joined by other ready-to-consume offerings like the Big Gulp, the Big Bite Hot Dog, and the Go-Go Taquito. With its global omnipresence, compact store size, and policy of never closing absent disasters natural or man-made, this mini-mart with a maxi footprint has become the kingpin of its sector. Still, it's the Slurpee that's given the chain an identity beyond snacks, cigarettes, booze, and porno, vital that those items may be, and for that, we have Nedlick to thank. Oh, thank heaven, if you will. To quote Ron Wilson from Kansas Public Radio, quote, When the weather is hot outside, what is so refreshing is a flavorful, half-frozen drink. We commend Omar Nedlick for making a difference by creating this concoction, so cold that it is icy. End quote. This week on Doughboys, we continue Rock Around the Clock Doberfest, our month-long tour of 24-hour chains, as we return to 7-Eleven. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Filler Mike, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Ah, Killer Mike. Filler Mike, like the rapper Killer Mike, mm-hmm. but like filler in a pie. That's courtesy of James Oxales, Instagram, at J-A-M-O-X-A-L-E-S, roastspoonman I, at gmail.com. I saw Killer Mike at a, I saw him at a restaurant in LA. I told you that, right? You mentioned this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, it was very, it was one of the cooler sightings ever. What is, it, what a celeb to see in person. The, the coolest, le- wait, is that the coolest celeb sighting you've ever had, IRL? 
I mean, I had my hand on Tom Cruise's back. You mentioned that. Do you mention this sweaty hand on Tom Cruise's back? Was actually at yeah. Yes. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Um. I I I I touched uh, Tom Cruise's back for a long time, and that was a cool one. I saw Leo DiCaprio on the road one time. I saw him like in a car. That's that's cool. That's like the, I think the best road sighting in L.A. is Jay Leno in like an old timey fire truck. Yeah, <laughs> but if you good. come, but any celeb on the road, we did one time. So I had a Spanish exchange student uh, who stayed with us for a a, a little bit in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, Alejandro, shout out Alejandro, and he would uh, and we he was a huge fan of Hollywood movies. His favorite film was mm-hmm. Executive Decision. Loved action movies. Wow. And so we we drove up to Hollywood. Uh, just to sort of like to look look at Nakatomi Plaza because that from Die Hard you can just see that building it's just a building like near the Fox lot um, yep. and so like we just we just saw the sights and he, his mind was blown and then also we saw on the road Steve Martin driving a convertible wow and he was like he his, his mind was blown that is that's that's pretty that's pretty good it, it, it was I will say like for like a guy who like loved Hollywood and loved like like that like loved movies. Like it just like that experience completely delivered, and that that was maybe one of the few times I felt like I didn't disappoint someone who was visiting me. Um, it's hard. You know what? One time I re- I remember there was a guy from Quincy, and he was like, and he was like, I want to see like someone famous before I go, and then I told him to go into this specific restaurant in L.A., and I was like, I bet you'll see John Hamm in there, and then Hamm was in there. That's amazing. We went in there and Ham was Ham was in that. He was he's always in that pla- that one place. He was he's always wow. in that one place, yeah. Um I will I will say uh, to, to answer my the question I posed to you, the coolest celeb sightings for yeah. me. Number 1 was the first like person from TV who I ever saw in person uh who was Faith Ford, aka Corky Sherwood from Murphy Brown, who is Grand Marshal of a parade in Long Beach. And I was very very excited to see Faith Ford. And then the other one was uh, at E3, I saw Shigeru Miyamoto in That's the flesh pretty, on the yeah, show that floor. One, that one's good. It blew my mind. Killer Mike was he, he was having like a big family meal. I wish I had said something to him. Um, but I, I, I didn't want to. I just never want to bother anyone. I, I I took a piss in a urinal next to Mecca Okafor once. That's fun. I had that same experience next to uh uh, uh, uh Alfonso Ribeiro. The actor who plays Carlton. Oh uh, yeah, he's on. The, I butchered his in, name. How do you say his last name? Alfonso Ribeiro, maybe. Ribeiro. Yeah, that sounds better. I don't know if that's right either. But <laughs> Ameka Okafor was in the uh, was in the was in the one urinal next. He was in the urinal next to me. Wow, how exciting! Yeah, probably looked down and thought a child was pissing next to him. <laughs> um, Killer Mike, I want to I want to tell. Killer Mike that his style is bitching because he has a line in the song where he says, white boys say my style is bitching. And I think it would be cool to say that to him. He probably like, has heard that so many times. Do you think so? Just just sweaty white nerds coming up to him. Hey, your, man, style's you, your style is bitching. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. I I wondered if it was deep enough that he wouldn't, he, that he maybe he wouldn't, he, he, he wouldn't, but uh, I guess not. Yeah, I guess I you're know. right. Anyways. To Spoon Nation. <laughs> Embarrassing with our guest. A guest. The guest who we both respect, we like a lot. Very much so. Um, to, it's embarrassing to do that in front of him. But here's a little drop. Here we go. 
Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. Clint Medusas, you're battling skeletons, you're battling red skeletons that collapse for a few seconds and then come back to life. You're battling Frankensteins, you're battling Draculas, you've got this gamut of different scary ghoulies coming at you. Question, what do these things all have in common? Everybody knows I don't like fries. Wow. A little scary Weiger monster drop. This is that's. I don't it, remember when I went into depth about uh, the foes in the Castlevania franchise. Mm. It must have been a tangent at some point. You know, it's a little. It's a spooky kind of rainy uh, October day here, Wags, in Massachusetts. So, wow. So uh, that that fits that fits the theme. I don't, who know? I feel like you do one of these every episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mitch. Here's a very short drop inspired by Weiger's insane. Not that short. Weiger's insane listing of the ghoulies from Castlevania. From the Dolympics episode with Sean O'Connor. Also, oh, there you go. Also, I have a roast burger boy if you'd like to use it. Gabe- Gabriel Gundacker's evil twin. Thanks, Mitch. I'm a huge fan. P.S. In spite of how obviously insane he is, Weiger seems like a great guy and is genuinely hilarious. Is this just from you? <laughs> Kevin G at Notorious KPG is his, uh, is his Twitter handle. Wags, comparing you to anybody, I, 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 comparing you to anyone is an insult, Wags. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. What I'll do you take wa- that over. You'll take what? That over what? No, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take the, the, the. Was it Evil Twin? Yeah. What did he say? Mm-hmm. Just read it again. Gabriel Gundacker's Evil Twin. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Kind of an insult to Gabriel Gundacker. Mitch, it's Rock Around the Clock Doberfest, or Rackadaba. Rackadaba. It's Rackadaba. We're here in Rackadaba. We, we are coming. We are. This is one of those months where we have five weeks, five Thursdays, rather, five weeks of Doughboys bad, proper episodes. Bad news for us on a theme month. It sucks. Yeah. Always a little tricky. Uh, but we have, a, uh, we have an interesting chain to tackle, to revisit. Yeah. And we have a fantastic guest, cool, as you quick, mentioned. Uh, let, let me quickly just say... There was yes. just an Irma mishap today. I'm upstairs, oh uh, and I and I see her like chewing on something. Um, it was string, and like a spaghetti noodle had gotten almost to her mouth. The needle was attached to it like a like a sewing string. You know what I mean? Like a sewing string. Oh my god! So she had fucking. I, I don't know where she found it. My mom had no idea where she found it. She's eating this whole thing. And the, the the needle wasn't that far off, so I pulled it. I pulled the whole thing out of her fucking throat. It was soaking wet. She was fine. She had, she was none the wiser. But fucking cats love string. Famously, cats love string. You give them a ball of yarn, they'll be entertained for hours. But you don't want to have a needle anywhere near them. She's eating it. I don't even know where she found it. So crisis averted. Fucking terrifying though. Uh, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, not the type of scares I want in this month. There's good, some good scares you can have, but right, not that sort of scare. Too scary. Does does uh, I, I do do uh, Wally and Irma qualify? I, I mean, it was <laughs> yeah, that was going to be the subtext of my question. <laughs> no, I was going to ask: Do do Wally and Irma uh, qualify as black cats? Hmm, they're tuxedo cats. So okay, they're they're black and white. They they're uh, they, they they they. I don't think that they qualify for the full on. Halloween black cat, but they're close. They're very close. Right, but 
like a, a like a Witcher warlock could make do. Yes, with Wally or Irma, if no other option was. I available. mean, especially Irma. You've seen Irma. She's she. she yeah. uh, Wally has a little bit more pronounced white on his face, and Irma's Irma's pretty. She's 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 got some black and white, but she's she's more she's got more black. They're both they're both beautiful. <laughs> what was that voice? They're both of them were beautiful, baby, beautiful. What are you doing? I don't what is know. This character. I don't. It's not really a character. <laughs> it's just that I was saying it silly. Oh, okay. All right. Introduce our guest, for God's sakes. It I was, thought you were doing a voice. It was kind of Trump esque. Oh, okay. But not really. I mean, it was. It was just meant to sound the way it did. Just move on, for fuck's sake. Introduce the guest. I'm just gonna say I think you should develop this character. Beautiful. I think it could be something for a real. <laughs> just find, you know, like maybe he's at a flower garden or an art museum or something. Find a setting where he would want to say beautiful a bunch. All right, fine. Maybe I will use and it. And there you go. And you know what? Mitch. Ar- the the next guy, he, well, and I, now I don't think I could say this, but I'd say he would, he could direct me in the, uh, he could direct me as this character. I think we'd make a good movie together. Wow. We, we, we can, we can find out. If he'd be open to that collaboration. He's a writer and director. He's gone. He's left. (laughs) It's a cloud of smoke. It's a hole in his wall shaped like him. He's a writer and director from Eagleheart and the last man on earth. Jason Walliner is here. Hi, Jason. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Sorry I left. I ran to go try to set some meetings to pitch the uh, beautiful guy (laughs) movie. (laughs) Set some zooms. (laughs) Jason, are you in LA right now? I am in LA. Yes. Um, what What is your uh, What is your COVID eat protocol been in these trying times? Just like in terms of what I've been eating. Yeah. What have you been What have you been dining on? What have you been yeah, snacking no, on? No, I agree with Jason that you asked that in an insane way. <laughs> I just want to know his eat protocol. We've just been me and my wife have been postmating a lot to try to. Um, just spend as much money as possible and feel a little better about not doing anything ever. And then just last week, we decided to uh, try to uh, pump the brakes a little bit on daily Postmates and caviar. and Because um, it's crazy. It's great. We, we added up everything that we've been spending per week, and it's crazy on food delivery. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so now I'm trying to buy vegetables Again, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard when you like I like I I eat out too much, and I got Freshly's recently, which I, Nick I told you, which is which has been good. But I also when I'll buy I'll buy stuff, and then I will like be like I do want just delivery tonight, and then I then all the food a lot of the times I'll waste some food in the fridge. It's it's hard. It's a hard balance. Right. I think I was getting addicted to ordering food. Yeah. Just because it would make me feel better, but then, and and I started getting ice cream like almost every night from because there's all these ice cream places like Jenny's and uh, Van Leeuwen's and Wanderlust. Have you been to that place? It's in Atwater. I have not oh, been to yeah. Wanderlust. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, and then there's that Cool House, and oh, yeah. um, and they have these two flavors that you can order on Postmates. One is uh, like banana. Bananas Foster, and uh, the other was like a churro dough. Oh man! And and I wanted them, and I I ordered them, and it was and it said um, 
the restaurant's preparing your order and, and I'd, I'd like uh, pay the extra $3 to get it quicker because it was ice cream. And so I thought it was better to get it quicker. And then it, it was like an hour after the order was supposed to have left and said they're still preparing it. And so I was like, well, preparing it, it's ice cream. There's nothing really to do. And so I canceled it. And then the next day I was like, I'm just going to go to this place. And I looked up the address it was on Western and I drove over to the cool house and there was no cool house there it was like a ghost kitchen it was yeah. um i had i had never been to one of these places in, on uh in person but it was just a line of people and with like lockers that they would press the buttons and then get the food i think with a, a lot of different restaurants making uh different or it, it, like kitchen simulated inside and so it was like a completely fake place that's fucking crazy i, I had the exact I had the exact same experience and it was this it was like a place it, we we got tricked by an Instagram ad where it was like one of those it, it was like we were just showing up on our Instagram of like the san- this really good looking Italian sandwiches and that's been an indulgence now that I've been doing is like getting fucking big Italian sandwiches and we're like this looks fucking great let's go to this had, place I told you I had a good Italian sa- sub Jersey, Jersey Mike's, Mike's. Has, a, has a pretty nice Italian sub I got a Jersey Mike's Italian sub for lunch yesterday Wow. It's a fantastic sub. It's really good. You know what I do? I get it as it comes uh, with, with, Mike's with some minor alterations. I get du- I, I get it Mike's way. Mm-hmm. I do do double meat, which I think is worth the three dollar wow. upcharge. Um, and and you can I, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna spend a little bit more money on a Jersey Mike sandwich, get the regular size double meat versus going for the large with the regular amount of meat. I think it's just a better. It, it, it just I think it just it just comes together better and, and it's a better bang for your buck. Um, but it's a that's a fantastic Italian sub. But but back to my anecdote, it's same experience as Jason. Like I, we like I, we we went to pick up the food and it was just like an unmarked door and you open it up and inside and it was just like a bunch of masked like like Postmates and, and Uber Eats drivers all waiting in a queue with like a fenced in basically evidence room. Where they were, where just like people were working inside there and dispensing, uh, you know, like a bunch of different food stuffs from a bunch of, from a bunch of different restaurants. It was like it felt dystopian. I was like, this is it's, what our fucking app economy like is. Movie. Yeah, it's it's really it was really upsetting, and it was like we couldn't even enjoy our meal. The one I found it had a sign that said no masks. They were making all the drivers take their masks off as they <laughs> entered. <laughs> Wait, there was lockers. To me, it sounded kind of like high school food, and I saw. I thought that sounded kind of cool. It sounded like a big food high school. That yeah. <laughs> I, this one, it was just a row of lockers and and people online, and uh, yeah, I guess it was like a food high school. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I would. I feel like if I went to a food high school, I would have been. I kind of would have been top dog. <laughs> You know, I want to see go to a food high school. Who's that? Beautiful guy. Beautiful guy. (laughs) Ooh, baby. Look at all this food. (laughs) This is gold. Beautiful guy. Beautiful. Beautiful guy goes to food high school. (laughs) Beautiful guy. Definitely one of those guys complaining that you can't say beautiful to a nice lady anymore. Right. (laughs) Just guy goes around and says beautiful to everything. Like, I don't get it. It's a compliment. <laughs> Beautiful guy. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> Evil guy. <laughs> Beautiful guy is definitely some Italian asshole. That's that is that that is that's what beautiful guy is. Like hey, most, why'd you like, have to go after the paisans? 
<laughs> Wags and I make fun of Italians because one, they don't get mad, and two, they deserve it more than anyone else. The Italians, 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 famously cool tempered, famously impossible to <laughs> anger. <laughs> um, I, I'm a, a, a so a, I, I have another food related topic, Jason, mm-hmm. for you that I'm curious as someone who spends a lot of time on sets. Uh, mm-hmm. What is your on-set eating protocol wow. when you got like a twelve-hour shoot date? What do, what do you? What He's do asking you, uh, what, what you eat on set. For God's sake, what do you eat on set? It's a good question. I, I have a. It's not an exciting answer. I try to starve myself. I, I used to get like these big. I used to you yeah. Just like on a good shoot, there'd be unlimited good food. Um, but I realized if I would get like a big breakfast, I would get really sleepy. So mm. I stopped going to breakfast, and then I think, and then it, when I would work on tv shows i would find like there would be these giant craft service rooms that you could just eat whatever and the one on uh, last man on earth they would get a lot of stuff from trader joe's mm. like a lot of sweets and they would get those cookie butter cookies that are those little cookie sandwiches with the soft cookie butter in the middle and the craft service person saw that i like loved them and would eat a whole box in a day so she just started getting more and more so i had to uh ban myself from going i basically try to avoid eating while i'm I thought, I thought you were going to say, so I had to fire her. <laughs> <laughs> she was fired immediately for getting too many of the same cookies. I, the, the thing that, the thing, Wags, and I mean, we all know this, but the thing that people may not know is that uh, on set, another thing for me, unless you actually have a trailer and like, and as an actor, you can't, and actually anyone on set, like you're not like spending a lot of time in your trailer unless like you're not in a scene as an actor and you're just sitting there for a long time. But, Eating earlier in the day can be bad because you have to use the bathroom, and it's just a nightmare to use a bathroom on set anywhere. There's like the toilets are still, I feel like, from when the studio was first built, and it's like too like a like it's it sucks. It's 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 a thing that I it's a thing I think about constantly if I'm on set is that I don't want to use the bathroom during the day. Or you got it, you're at a remote, and you've got the the honey wagon. Which is the term yes. for the you know the the mobile the portable toilets, which are nicer than a porta potty, but are still you know a portable toilet. It's like an airplane bathroom you're using. It's not. It's, it's not a, ideal. It, it, it depends on the honey wagon that you get, because some of them just have like the two, and 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 and, and it, like they're, they're just like the two on the back of the the you know what I'm saying, like behind the makeup trailer or something. Yes. Oh, that's awful. I hate that. You also don't feel like you have any privacy in there. I will say, did you guys know the the etymology of honey wagon? Why it's called that? No, it's no. because apparently the sludge, uh, the human waste, when it's draining out of there, <laughs> looks like honey. Tastes like honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, this is a firsthand experience from Nick. It tastes like honey. That's some shit eating freak. Come on. <laughs> God, human waste altogether looks like fucking honey. I guess when it's so like it kind was, of like a slurry mixed with chemicals being strained out through tubes, it like kind of looks like kind of resembles honey. Yeah. So like they when they would like when they were draining out Marilyn Monroe's trailer, it was like a bunch of fucking honey sludge under her trailer. I mean, yeah, I don't know why that, you specified Marilyn Monroe, but yeah. Well, it probably <laughs> did originate back in the in the golden age. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. In, that's disgusting. That's that, that and they they decided to name it that because of that. That's that it's foul. Unless uh, unless this is apocryphal. That's what I heard and it's uh, it's pretty disgusting. It doesn't look like honey. <laughs> I wouldn't think so either, but I don't have first-hand experience draining one of those Wait, things. Wait, have you seen them drain it, Mitch? 
I've never seen him drain it. So, I, I mean, I, maybe it does look like honey, but I mean, I feel like honey is less brown. Well, you guys call your toilets honey bowls, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's um, it's it, it is tricky though. It's it's like you, uh, yeah. I I get what you're saying of of you you don't want to have the 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 you know restroom facilities. You're not quite sure what you may be dealing with, but. I I I guess I, I for me the biggest challenge is just like because I am mostly I, you both have jobs that are more important than a job that I have on set which is usually just sitting there making sure that people say the lines and occasionally having like an alternate line for someone to say if someone asks me for for it and they usually don't so I'm just like and spending actually, a lot of time so like and and truthfully once they have you on set for like half an hour they're like let's send this guy home yeah. <laughs> Can anyone punch down this joke? Um, so I, I'm, I'm idle a lot, and when you're idle, it's just like I look at my phone or I'm fucking eating. Like I'm, I'm just gonna have something to do with my with. Yeah. I, 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 and and so I just like end up snacking more than I need to and eating a bunch of garbage and justifying it to myself of just like, well, you know, whatever. What else am I gonna do? I gotta, you know, what? I, or, or it's just one bag of fucking uh, cheese. It like what? What do I care? I have heard that you go on set and you say, time to make some honey sludge. You yell that out to the rest of the actors on set. <laughs> do you, uh, Jason, are you a guy who, do you get up, do you have something first thing in the morning as far as, are, are you a breakfast man? I've really tried to cut out all breakfast eating of, <laughs> of my wow. life and try to, try not to eat until uh, as late in the day as possible. And then, um, my my average day is I will like I'll, I'll just wake up I'll I'll have some coffee I'll I'll start the day I'll eat lunch around one or two I'll try to eat like a healthy lunch I'll try to like avoid most dinner and then at like eleven or twelve at night I'll go crazy and eat like just ice cream and order food and wow. like after my family has gone to sleep uh, I'll just eat a ton of uh, food. Wow! <laughs> wow! That's. That's I, I am I I I am I'm bad with that too where I eat too Weiger knows this right now, but I'm trying to eat, I'm I'm doing intermittent fasting, so I'm keeping it eight hours yes. of the day. Which I'm eight? Uh I, I go from one PM to nine PM just because my mom usually eats pretty late. So so you the thing is, is that after your last meal you should stay up for three more hours and then you're not supposed to eat for sixteen hours since the last one, but I'm usually done before eight. It's usually like one to 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 eight p.m. usually, but I I did nine just because that's just how it goes. Like I've I feel like seven seven p.m. to seven thirty was always the dinner time in my house, which I know is later than a lot of people. Yeah, I I had friends in high school who would be like, we have we have dinner at five p.m. Yeah, that's and I was like, crazy. that's so so that's strange. Very old to me. old person time. Yeah, yeah. We have oh, yeah. we have little uh, kids. I have a two year old and a baby, so we eat with our kids at like five thirty six, and uh, and then I wait a few hours to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 are you going What are you going crazy with when you go when you're when you're going crazy? Just, uh, like uh, you know, just general Postmates, whatever's open, Shake Shack, or mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, generally ice cream, mostly ice cream, because I feel like there's some kind of a logic in my brain that even if a pint of ice cream is like a thousand calories, I, like ultimately, if it if it were to have melt, if I had waited for it to melt before eating it, 
It's just liquid. That can't make you that fat. It's just like having a drink, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, I I love ice cream. I'm like mm-hmm. that's my favorite dessert. Uh, uh, I I we Mitch and I are both creamsmen. And no, I, I'm not a creamsman. With that's not. <laughs> don't call me but a creamsman. We're creamsmen. <laughs> no, um, but I'm curious. Uh, like, like I really, you know, I, uh, I, I've talked about how much I like vanilla on the show. I feel like that's an underrated flavor. Uh, mm-hmm. Vanilla is a flavor; it's not plain. Um, I, I do like mix-ins a lot. But what, what are your preferences for ice cream? As someone who's a fan, I, uh, I generally just pick flavors and go like all in. So, last few years, I've been really into the cookie butter flavor from Trader Joe's, which mm. comes in these gigantic. Uh, um packages that you can eat pretty fast and then um but yeah lately that uh, that bananas foster one from cool house which does have some kind of like a ribbon of um i guess caramel in it which is pretty good pretty good and then there's an ubi that plays wanderlust uh, that has a few locations in la has like an ubi malt flavor that's also uh pretty pretty great that sounds rad now i wasn't didn't someone used to microwave Ben and Jerry's and drink them to gain weight? Wasn't that? Wasn't that? Wasn't oh, that a yeah, thing? I've that's, heard about who, this. who did that? That was an actor who did that, and someone who put on someone who put on the weight for something. This is someone who was gaining weight for a role, not someone mm-hmm. who was trying to like put on muscle, but someone who was trying to put on body <laughs> fat. Right? Yes. Wait, why not eat it cold if you want to eat it? Yeah, I have no idea. You just get it quicker. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it was like to be quick. Yeah, to like drink it like a drink, but that does sound pretty bad. You should just you should have just eaten it. I also feel like that wouldn't melt well. Well, like I hear the same thing when people are like like they liquefy like chicken breasts for protein, and I'm just like just fucking eat four chicken breasts. Like that sounds. Dis- why do you want to? Why do you want to subject yourself to drinking like a, a slurry them? of chicken breasts? You just put them in a blender. Ugh. Mm. Like you purify it, it with, with water or something. <laughs> That fucking that's disgusting. It sounds gross, but people do it. Fucking muscle men do it. Hunks do it. This is the kind of shit that you have to do to have that kind of body. Shit. Well, I guess I'm having a fucking blended up fucking chicken tomorrow morning. I guess <laughs> chicken and Ben and Jerry's. Shit. <laughs> I mean, you have to make other lifestyle changes. It's not a magic potion. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> I thought that. Yes, I thought that it was like some sort of Popeye transformation where you drank. Fucking chopped up chicken, and you turn into a hunk asshole. Well, I'm informing you that's not how it works. Piece of shit. No. You're welcome. Fuck you. Yeah, I've heard of that. The the other thing I remember hearing was, uh, I think it was Sylvester Stallone when he was he had to to put on some weight for Copland, a man who's famously oh yeah just has this amazing physique. But he would just eat. He would literally was eating thirty pancakes a day, and I was like, that sounds. (laughs) I think he never stopped. By the way, <laughs> that sounds like 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 because anytime I've it's like the whole thing of like if you have unlimited pancakes, you go to one of those places where they'll refill your pancakes. It's like maybe you're getting through four pancakes, maybe six if you really want to get stuffed. And it, it just the idea of eating thirty is so it seems insurmountable to me. Why does it? T- why is it that hard for them? It, that's so strange to me. That th- yeah, thirty just seems insane. If I ate thirty pancakes, I'm just saying that like there could be X's over my eyes and I die. <laughs> like I'm, like I feel, I feel like, I feel like that's like a huge. That's too big. That's too big of a number. Yeah, too many. Yeah, that seems uh, apocryphal. <laughs> Jason, you were mentioning. <laughs> uh, you were mentioning uh, 
you're a morning coffee guy. You have some coffee first thing in the morning. What do you? How do you mm. take your coffee? Oh, just pretty standard milk and sugar. Mm. Uh, <laughs> lately, I've been getting the. We used to go out for coffee, and like LA is just so you can't. You know, it's like fifteen bucks. So um, those they have those La Colombes in a can that I've been enjoying lately. Mm. The triple shot because um, I used to when I was younger. Um, would drink like eight to ten shots of uh, caffeine in the wow. mornings. Oh my and I god! Think, yeah, it's probably why I stopped growing. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> then I, I kind of, kind of step back from that. So I'll just have a few, a few every morning. Eight to um, ten shots in what? Like in uh, all this espresso? Yeah, like um, actually, just before this, I had a. I don't know why it's it's super hot here, and I had one of those uh, cappuccino blasts from. Uh, from Baskin Robbins, you ever mm. had one of those? Yes. Oh yeah, pretty good. They're also just like a milk bomb and make you pretty sleepy. I think. <laughs> I, never, like I never, I never knew that you so you like so many so many milk. You're 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 so you're very into ice cream and milk based things. Yeah, you know, I never thought of it like that, but uh, yeah, I suppose so. I'm a pretty uh, I I consume a lot of dairy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Does it? Do you ever ever have any digestive troubles as a result? No, I've been very fortunate in that regard. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 it hurts every time I, if I drink anything, like, why? Well, because I told you I did a pizza tour in, in, uh, in New Haven and I was just, I was dying for a couple of days after that. I, I, I can't, I can't eat that much cheese or, or milk anymore. I do feel it. It's just like it, it, it weighs on you. But, yeah. um, you know. That's, I mean, I, that's a dream. Come, I, I wish, I wish it was like that for me. I can't. Yeah. If I drink a cup, if I drink milk, I, it the milk will milk will fuck me up. But I'm not a big coffee guy either. I can't believe that you can do that many shots. You never get any like jitter. You never get jittery or anything like that. Or no, I never ever get jittery. I never feel any effects from coffee. Wow. Uh, fuck. If I need to stay awake for something, if we're shooting long days or something, I'll have a, a Red Bull, a sugar-free Red Bull. Um, and if I have probably two of those, that would make me jittery. But coffee, I think because I drank so much when I was young, uh, it doesn't really have any, I don't feel any, ever any kind of buzz or anything. It just kind of gets me to a normal level. Wow. One cup of coffee can do it. We 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 recently did energy drinks versus coffee, and I was like out of my mind, like felt insane. Uh, and yeah. wives, you have the same issue, don't you? Well, I, I drink coffee every morning, and for a long, for a while, actually, only recently cut out my afternoon cup of coffee because I would, I, would, uh, I used to get that out, and then now in in our current times, I would just brew another cup at home. But I, but I, but the co- the morning coffee just kind of stabilizes me and wakes me up. The afternoon coffee would sometimes make me jittery. The thing I had to cut out entirely was any sort of cold brew because anytime mm. I do cold brew, I feel like I'm having a break with, from reality. I just like it's so I, I get I get so jittery and so lightheaded. Um, I just from I guess from that concentration of caffeine, and you're just able to 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 consume it so quickly. Who me or you or Jason? Are you talking to hey, one of us? He's saying one, one, you, is, you, oh, 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 one, you. one is able to. <laughs> it was good. I liked what you were saying. J- he's just talking about the, the speed a human can drink at. Yes, an individual, a given person, can drink cold brew very quickly. In this case, I was talking about myself. Jason, it's you. All right, we, we I got it now. Uh, Jason, are you uh? Now this goes this folds in today's episode. But when you're buying, when you're grabbing these snacks, are you ever going to convenience stores? Are you do you, do you hit the the fridge at convenience stores for some of these late night snacks or 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 coffee or anything like that? Or or do you uh, usually pass? I'm, 
I've been known to, yeah, I mean, Ben and Jerry's, they carry it at uh, 7-Eleven, which we'll be mm-hmm. talking about today. Uh, but, um, yeah, I would, I mean, for I get very compulsive about things. So for a while, I was, I think, kind of addicted to Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and I couldn't drive past, like, a gas station or 7-Eleven without stopping <laughs> and buying them. Um, and then I was able to kind of kick that. But, um, yeah, that's generally, those are Oreos are kind of my go-to mm-hmm. snacks uh, at convenience stores. What kind of Oreos? Do you just like the regular ones? I like the regular ones. The, the double stuff are uh, too much, too yep. much for me. You ever mess around bounce. with those golden Oreos? No, I've never touched them. They they seem repellent to me. Oh, are they oh, good? We love golden we Oreos. Love are are what heaven. do they taste? What do they taste like? It's you know they're just a little bit less chocolatey, uh, but still creamy and delicious. It's it's more of a vanilla cookie. A little again, a little I mentioned less my fondness for vanilla. It doesn't taste chocolatey at all, right? <laughs> okay, they're Is not there chocolate. Any chocolate? It's <laughs> so less than none. <laughs> Zero is less than yes, the amount that's in an Oreo. Uh, it's a but there. But I I think I prefer golden Oreos yeah, I guess, uh, you know, to regular I, Oreos. When I think about it, a hamburger is like it tastes a little less cheesy than a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> and there's less chicken in it than a chicken sandwich. <laughs> that's what you sounded like, Weiger. You fool. These are true statements, though. Oh, if you like Oreos, there's a good recipe for... There's. Have you ever had Oreo butter? Which I don't think anyone's ever had. I, I've I heard, stumbled I upon it. I've yeah. heard of Oreo butter before. You, it's crazy to make it. You get an entire box of Oreos, and you put the entire... Not the box, but all the Oreos from the box in a, a, a food processor, and then you put like a, a swig of coconut oil, and then you just turn it on, and you let it process for like 20 minutes and it it it's a crazy uh, long amount of time and you start to smell like burning metal <laughs> and <laughs> when but when it when it's done it kind of congeals into it takes like a honey like form but you can basically honey. spread it out <laughs> honey sludge it's, it kind of becomes like a honey sludge but dark and uh you can spread it on waffles and whatever it's so delicious but it's it's both parts you just pour the oreos right in and you process them what? um with a little bit of coconut oil to like whatever lubricate it it is uh i can't recommend it highly enough it's really wow good. that sounds, sounds fucking amazing i put some i put that on some corn on the cob it's yeah you should it's because it, oreos themselves are kind of like dry like i was thinking recently i was like i don't even know if they're good cookies it's, except that like i i eat one and then my I don't know if I'm enjoying it or my only response is, oh, I need more Oreos right now. Like, I need to just keep eating them. But I don't know if that means that they're good or I like them. I think that it's just, like, triggering something in my in my head. That There, there is something to we, – we talked about this before, but – and I, I wonder where you stand on this. But, like, to me, that one of the go-to shakes now, there's, you know, you got your chocolate and vanilla – chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and then after that, it's Oreo shake. Right, Wags? Would you say that that's, the, that's what it is? Um, I mean – yeah, I, I I think as 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 I I I don't know it might it might nudge into my big my top three like you know I also like uh, wow. uh, Jason was talking about that 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 uh, that cappuccino one from earlier I also really like a coffee shake and a banana shake is great too I mm-hmm. I think vanilla is probably my favorite and I think Oreo Oreo's right there it's 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 up there as far as shakes with mix-ins I think that's the best one. There's a uh, the peanut butter shake at Five Guys is really good. And oh, I started yeah. uh, 
because Shake Shack used to have a peanut butter one. They got rid of it for the um, the people with a peanut butter al- with a peanut allergy, which is yeah. uh, nice of them. Um, but uh, but I thought that was really good, and they still do it. Um, I was in uh, England, and they have it at Shake Shack in uh, in England still. Oh damn! That, Worth it, a trip. It's, it's Shake Shack really expanded. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how 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 Five Guys is at the complete opposite end of the spectrum as far as respecting people with peanut allergies. They're just like, "Fuck you, we got peanuts on the floor." Just throwing peanuts at you. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can't you can't set foot in there without going into like shock. Basically, if you have a peanut allergy, yeah. Which is a place you would think that a burger place you could you should be fine, but not at not at not at uh not not there. But the they fry their fries in peanut oil. Oh, that's right. They do fry their fries yeah. in peanut oil. That's right. Um, Jason, you were you're you're a former New Yorker, right? You lived in New York and in and L.A. That's right. I grew up in New York. What what uh, what? As far as food goes, are you uh, uh, have you converted completely to L.A. or are you like, oh, I miss New York food constantly? I miss uh, gyros. When growing up, we ate like Greek food, gyros. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. don't think they they. I don't really think they're around in New York. There used to be like a guy on every corner. It felt like, and then I think all those guys kind of um, went away. Yeah. And uh, but but replaced mostly with like halal chicken and rice, which I think are probably better. And that's kind of when I go back to New York. That's what I'll binge on. They I know they have halal guys out here, but it's not quite as good. And it doesn't really survive the Postmates experience, is what I've found most mm, of the time. Yeah, it's a funny thing because you can get you can get some better, like uh, similar kind of uh, like chicken tarna at obviously there, there's a uh, Zanku and other places like that. But where have all the where have all the Euro guys gone, Wags? What what, what, what where they got they got snapped out of existence? Uh, in in New York, like, uh, that shitty Marvel movie. That I can't remember the name of. <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> there was that company Kronos, which would have uh, posters up in every everywhere mm-hmm. of like they would look very like seventies or eighties and have like a girl lovingly looking at a hero, and uh, yeah, that kind of all all went extinct. Yep, that's like a- that movie you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had one of those those Kronos. Uh- uh, posters on my wall in high school. I think it was above my bed, if I remember correctly. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> well, let's get to 7-Eleven. Uh, founded in 1927 in Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas, as Totem Stores. Uh, oh. Rebranded as 7-Eleven at first to indicate its hours, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., before they expanded to 24 hours. 7 is a number. 11 is written out for anyone who is tracking the brand, how to write it. And it is the largest convenience store chain in the world. Are there many? Uh, you know, we, we had our, our friend Fran Gillespie, who's been on the show a number of times, is a huge Seven Eleven fan, and also spent a lot of time in New York. Um, but it is is Seven Eleven. Is there much of a presence in New York City? I think they're pretty much everywhere. Yeah, mm. I don't remember going to them a ton, but um, yeah, I think Seven Elevens are. Yeah, they're all over. Yeah, I, yeah, they're in they're they're in they're in New York City. Oh, okay. Well, because New Yorkers love the bodega. They t- talk about the bodega, and then also the. I know that there's Dwayne Reed there, but that's more of a. That, that's not exactly. It's more of like a CVS than a Seven Eleven. Right, right. 
Yeah, I think 7-Elevens are probably there more now than when I lived there uh, a decade ago. But um, but yeah, there's I, I certainly remember seeing them around. I uh, there was there was a uh, you know that 7-Elevens close to my heart. There was one. We used to hang out in a bank parking lot because we're losers in many ways. But uh, there was a 7-Eleven right next door. So for me, when I was young and 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 if you know if I got drunk or something as a kid, as a teenager, I'd like uh, that doesn't sound much better. <laughs> it doesn't sound better, Six I guess. But, but <laughs> I would go over to 7-Eleven and I would get a bakery stick, which I mentioned bakery sticks just recently, and people didn't know what I was talking about. But they were bef- they're like taquitos almost, but they were they were more bready, and there was like mm. a pepperoni bakery stick, uh, like uh, it was almost like a pizza roll in many ways. But they had those and a few other things. But Seven Eleven was a real savior. I like Seven Eleven a lot, but during this month we went to AM PM, and they really had like p- pretty decent food comparatively. Um, and and Seven Eleven's kind of been torn apart. Because of their, I mean, look, the food is the food can be very, very, very bad. Uh, I will say that I should just get that know, out I in was, the open. That's, we all yeah, know the this. food. It can be bad, but I don't. But I think they have some bright spots. And I, I will say that I was more of, a, of an AM PM partisan growing up. Uh, just uh, that that's what we would go to. But I was, I you know, I, I the thing I think Seven Eleven has always done uh, that is that I think there is no one else who compares with them is the, is the Slurpees and the big gulp. I feel like their soda fountain is unmatched. And I feel like the big, the, the, the Slurpees are just like the best of the icy variants, especially that Coke Slurpee. That's that to me is just like number one. Uh, But speaking of the ubiquity of a seven 11, Shane wrote in and included this. Uh, I flash back to my wife and I traveling in Southeast Asia in addition to being a reliable source of clean bottled water, 7-Elevens there were our go-to for snacks and full meals. I remember looking out from a beautiful, intricate Watkalo. Boy, I don't know how you say that. Is it Watchalo or Watkalo? Uh, in the Nanthaburi region of Bangkok to see a 7-Eleven across the street. We often had ride shares drop us off at 7-Elevens because they were easy landmarks. In fact, for the first week between Amazing Thai Meals, my, so- my spouse subsis- subsisted on these tuna sandwich sliders... They always had prepared. So it seems like everywhere in the world Wait, there who, are 7 Elevens. Who was this? Who said this? A guy named Shane. Shane wrote it in. To who? You? Oh, he, he just, oh, he just the wrote podcast. the podcast. Oh, well, you just said it really weird. You introduced it. You know, Shane said this. I don't know who Shane is. <laughs> All right. A listener, Shane, wrote in <laughs> to roastboomman right, right, at gmail.com. He also included the roast of Mitch, fallacious crumbs. So there's that. You don't get a double roast in the episode. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, you want a context, right, anyways. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. It just like, oh, it's there. It's all over everywhere. I, I've never been out of North America, but mm-hmm. I guess if you leave, that there's just Seven Elevens everywhere, like there are McDonald's or Subways. Yeah, fucking Seven Eleven essentially invent its kind of thing because they are everywhere. In we went to Tokyo a couple of years ago and. There are convenience stores that are like 7-Eleven, but they actually, everyone who goes to Japan will tell you, like, they have, like, great food. Like, there's, like, incredible food at these places. But they're all kind of built like 7-Eleven, except the food is good. And I think there were also 7-Elevens there. Colt Cabana was saying a similar thing, right? Why is that he would eat at at 7-Elevens? I think that they, well, funny enough, I should just go, I should go into this. Um, 
I went to the nicest 7-Eleven I've ever seen in the United States. Wow. And it's, and it's right near my house, Wags. Well, I shouldn't say that because I shouldn't say where it's near my house for whatever reasons. Well, with no other identifying details. People don't aren't going to figure it no, out. I'm going to go into them. Um, okay. So there used to be this, it, used to, it was this supermarket before called uh, Curtis Farms. And that's like where a few of my buddies worked when we were like, you know, like 14 or, you know, 15, 13, 14, 15. Uh, the first uh, place I got, I got arrested behind that for the, the first time I ever got arrested. I got put in the, the cop car. The uh, first time you've been arrested. How, yeah. how many times have you been arrested? Only three. But uh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Three. You've been arrested three times. Yeah. The cop. What I was, happened? I was, I, was, I was like probably 15 years old. And the cop came up to me and uh, was like, uh, "Well, I got, I just got brought home this time." So okay, so that's not that's like de- detained or or they said you're under arrest or or like yeah, you get they, cuffed and they put me in the back of the squad car. Yeah, he so he he uh, he's like, "What's in your pocket?" And I was like, "Nothing." And then he took his flashlight and he was like, hit the pocket and it was like dink and it made a big dink sound. And he's like, "What's in there?" I was like, "Nothing." And he's like, "Open your pocket." And I, it was a, it was a beer. I believe it was a cider jack. Uh, oh one, boy, one of those whole, one of those old ciders. Um, and he said, "You're under arrest." Yeah, he was. You know what? He 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 put me in the back of the cop car, and then as we were driving, I was like 14 or 15. Uh, as we were crying, uh, drive driving back, I cried <laughs> so much. Uh, that he brought me to my house and he was like, I was going to bring you down to the station, but you cried so much that I brought you home. <laughs> Good tip. Because <laughs> I knew my mom was going to kill me. We got home and guess what? My parents weren't there. I thought that I may- I was off the hook. And then I went inside. I was like, oh, thank God. My parents aren't here. He'd let me just come home. That motherfucker came back and I, like like an hour and a half later when my parents were home and he told them, fucking rat. Wow. Ratted me out. Sucked. ACAB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the worst thing a cop has ever done. <laughs> uh, so th- that's Curtis Farms held, held a place in my heart, and then it became a Tedeschi's. It became a Tedeschi's corner store. And for my one year, I went to Thayer. Matt Tedeschi went there. He was a nice guy, a very nice guy, I remember. But his family owned the like uh, these the these these kind of like Seven Eleven esque New England chains uh, or convenience stores, chain hmm. of convenience stores. And then Seven uh, Eleven bought Tedeschi's. And so, but this one on the corner, which is in this old Curtis Farms, it's like huge. There's a deli in there. Uh, and, but it's a 7-Eleven now, and it is like the cleanest, nicest 7-Eleven. It has New England favorites. It's got it's got Polar Seltzer. It's got Cape Cod Potato Chips. It's got uh, Cape Cod Cafe Pizzas, Wagger. It's, it, it's, wow. it's fucking awesome. And it's just like feels super clean. It rules. And they have Tedeschi's Deli still operates in there. I asked you before we filmed, before we filmed, before we recorded this, we, fi- we are also filming it. Yeah, this is a movie. Uh, this is gonna be a movie. <laughs> um, I asked you if if it counted because Tedeschi's is now part of the Seven Eleven brand. You said yes, so I could get some Tedeschi's deli stuff, which I did get. Yeah, why not? But I'm gonna say this: Seven Eleven can have really, really bad food, and I ate a few things that were fucking awful. But I ate some really, really tasty things on this trip, Wags. 
Well, let's let's get into it. All right. Yeah, you know, it is Rock Around the Clock Doberfest, mm-hmm. so we were talking about the AM side and the PM side of each of these chains, and I will say that I did not go to the nicest 7-Eleven in the world. <laughs> I went to a very standard 7-Eleven, mm. um, and I got, I'll talk about my AM side first. I got the 7-Eleven exclusive blend medium roast coffee. Now, I like my coffee black. I don't do any sort of modifications. I just take it as it comes. And 7-Eleven coffee is generally very solid. In fact, I've I've never had a bad experience with 7-Eleven coffee until this visit. Wow. Unfortunately, this coffee was old, it was no. burned, no. and it was room temperature. It was Nick, an undrinkable cup of joe. Nick, I just don't believe you. It was it, this. All three of these things were true. I, you know, I I wouldn't have believed it myself if I didn't experience it. Mm. So it was an this was a truly bad cup of coffee, and it's such a bummer because this place usually delivers. That's the thing you can count on. I can get a bottle, I can get a Gatorade, and I can get a a, a nice cup of black coffee. And I just it it completely completely underwhelmed. Very very disappointing. That said, from the food side, you know, I'll 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 pivot this way. I'll start with a bad food item which was the Halloween donut, which was just a palette-swapped pink Homer donut. They started including these pink Homer donuts after, the, you know, the when they converted some of them to Quickie Marts for the Simpsons movie, and then they just stuck around. Uh, and so they have Don't. just like an orange version of it for Halloween. <laughs> Homer's upset about that? Good point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, this was, you know, it. Uh, I think the Homer donuts are fine, but this was unfortunately was just kind of stale, and it, it just wasn't a wasn't a high quality donut. But I did have one AM mm. item that was dynamite, and that was the bacon breakfast taco. This one you take and reheat. Wow. It comes cold. I took it home. It's egg, bacon, cheddar, and jack in a flour tortilla. Uh, the reheating instructions were incorrect for my microwave. No problem. I improvised. I figured out you got to do it for another forty five seconds. This was wow. it was really good. I mean, it, it just had a great cheesy flavor. The only the only negative was the bacon wow. was a little chewy instead of being crisp. But it, it was just so it was like so so uh, flavorful, and and uh, it j- I was like, if I had this first thing in the morning with a decent cup of coffee, I'd be like ready to start my day. I thought I thought it was delightful. I really liked it. You should pat yourself. You should pat yourself on the back some more for passing that test of microwaving <laughs> the item correctly. <laughs> A lot of people would have given up. The fool. They would have thrown out their hands. I persevered. This fool test. Wow. <laughs> the instructions are very complicated, though. It yeah. says, like, heat heat on number two for X amount of time. The, the, yes. If you don't have their proprietary microwave, yeah, it could be kind of yes. difficult to figure out. I actually think that I think that, that their I think that their microwave actually does a really good job, too. It's it's a... That microwave, if you if you if you put their products in there and put the appropriate time, they it heats it really well. So uh, the, I get it. Why? It was it was. I pat you on the back as well. Did they? But they disabled. Thank you, Mitch. Did they? But they the microwave was not there. Like I think because of mm. COVID, they're like we you can't re we can't yeah. have people reusing a, a, using a shared appliance is, in a public is that space. Why, is, is that why there's so many take at home things now? Because there was a take it like, there was a full pizza to take home and take and bake pizza. Is that probably, why they're doing it? I mean that that's probably yeah it, the, something of an adjustment to our current times. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, I, I will that all that said, it it was a delightful breakfast taco. 
Uh, Jason, let's let's go to you. What did you get for the AM side at Seven Eleven? AM side, so I actually did, I was getting all my PM stuff. I wound up going to four Seven Elevens. I got my PM wow. stuff wow. first, and it was and we'll talk about that later. It was pre, you know pretty bad, um, <laughs> but I got the AM this morning, um, and I actually yeah I got the chorizo breakfast taco, mm. um, which was good. Uh, it was a dollar ten. Yeah, just like you said, the flour tortilla was soft. The eggs were good. The meat was. Much better than uh, the meat and the PM and the and the other stuff I got. And then, yeah, the microwave instructions were... I asked him where the microwave was. He said it was in the back and then went back there. And the microwave was there, but there was a sign on it that just said, please do not use uh, because of COVID. Um, but I he told me to go back well, there. There was, so I, there was COVID trapped <laughs> in that microwave? Yeah, he says that we found that this microwave gives food COVID. <laughs> Please don't use it. But I was there. And so it said number two for 30 seconds. I don't, I couldn't figure out how to use the microwave because any, it was, there was no timer buttons. It was just, like each thing was like an amount. Mm-hmm. And the time, the increments were like 18, 48 seconds. It was all, like I had to do math and figure out how long 30 seconds was. But I took it out and it was delicious. It was like perfectly hot wow. and I ate it on the walk home. I was driving around. I went to two today looking for these like, sausage egg and cheese waffles that they're touting i went to the one on vermont and franklin and it was empty last night and it was empty this morning so I, maybe they're not making them anymore but I, yeah the breakfast taco was good that was um kind of in reverse order the happy ending to this uh, story because all the other food i got there was pretty pretty rough oh no man <laughs> but it was good today was good it was great well I started off at the I I, I bought fifty dollars of food in one swing at this at this Seven Eleven. I don't wow. think the, the, the I had I had a basket. So the, this like I said, this is a big Seven Eleven. There's there's grocery basket. You can actually get a cart at the Seven Eleven if you want a cart. Uh, but I got a, I got That's a basket. Incredible. I, mm-hmm. I f- Wait, this Seven Eleven still has like a full deli from when it was the other place. It has a full. Or? It has a full, okay. A Tedeschi's deli, but that is part of the Seven Eleven brand. And Weiger said it was okay. So. Is it is is this the size of like a like a like a CVS like what's the a Walgreens it, how much real estate are we talking you know what I'll go back down there I'll do a video of how big it is you know I could probably find it on uh, and I'll show you guys pictures but um I got Wags I started off for the my morning side I also got the exclusive brand co- uh, blend coffee I got myself a small cup of that and guess what mine was fantastic it tasted hot Man. it was delicious. It was a great cup of coffee. I was surprised. Um, also for morning, I got myself a from TD's Deli. So this is Tedeschi's Deli. It is, but it's a part of Seven Eleven. I got a sausage, egg and cheese sandwich, and that was on a um, an English muffin. This was like a little bit goopy, and it had sat out a little too long, but it was still pretty tasty. Um, there was a time on it, Wags, like when we went to AMPM. There was there was a time on it. That said, it's at five thirty, uh, but and I was there about around four, so about an hour and a half before it was supposed to. But it was just it felt a little like it was sitting out for a little too long. But there was other food that was way, way, way worse in that regard, which I'll I'll get to later. Uh, I also did a harvest bre- uh, harvest blend, Seven Eleven bl- uh, brand harvest blend, which was uh, red apples, green apples, and grapes. That was a uh, and that was pretty tasty. It was that sort of thing of I bit into the green apple and I was like, this doesn't taste like a green apple. 
And I don't know why it doesn't taste like a green apple. Like, it should have that taste. It just tasted like kind of apple. Uh, right. And I don't know if that's because it's 7-Eleven or, or what the deal is, but that's how it was. I also got myself an apple fritter, Wags, from the, uh, from the case. And the apple fritter, it was like a little soggy because it was uh, – you know, it, it 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 you know it's it, it's been around for whatever many days. I think it travels, and but it was still the taste of it was really good. And then I got blueberry donut holes, and those came in a cup like this. You can see there, um, it came in like a cup of donut holes. And this is the first time so where I started to notice Seven Eleven Select. And so this is something that is made. Is this is Seven Eleven Select new or newer? It's it's like an it feels like a Domino's admission of like our products have been bad, and right this is maybe like a high, higher quality because it said like better ingredients and stuff on it. So I don't know what well, the a deal lot of is grocery it, stores but, do this. A lot of the grocery stores have like the, a higher end brand of their store brand. I mean, it's like Kroger mm-hmm. has Kroger brand, but then they also have like like Private Select that's just like a little bit more yeah. upscale and they also have like an organic slate. So it, it I I don't think it's I, I don't know when 7-Eleven started doing this but it's not unusual. Well, those donut holes were really really good and this is it's going to be a thing wow. I come back to with this 7-Eleven select stuff. They were good. And I also got myself a chocolate chip muffin. Here it is. A chocolate chip muffin. And this was fantastic. This was maybe my favorite thing of all the breakfast food. I ate this last. And uh I really I really enjoyed it. Uh that covers basically everything i did for breakfast i got a couple of juices but they don't really they don't they don't really work in the in the breakfast department so that that's it for for breakfast stuff yeah mitch i also got a juice and i decided that was for it was going to be my pm beverage um i you know mm. I, I i i was curious I, like i was i i second guessed the self-service soda fountain. Uh, the the Slurpee machine, as you mm-hmm. know, at Seven Eleven can sometimes just be in be in you know in service, or it's like it's like currently mm-hmm. like making Slurpees, so you can't use. So that was the the that precluded me getting a Slurpee on this particular visit. And the soda fountain, I was just like, I don't think I think this is one of the less sanitary things uh, that you can use the self-service soda fountain. So I went ahead, although maybe it's on the same level as a self-service coffee. I don't fucking know. Uh, but I, I, I got a bottled juice out of an abundance of caution. I got the 7-Eleven brand guava-flavored juice cocktail. Mm. Uh, this is for my PM side now. We're on the PM side. 5% juice on the label. And I will say this was just way too syrupy. Like I just didn't I, I, I mm. it it wasn't like it wasn't refreshing like a juice should be. It was just like sort of like a flat soda. Uh, and not a mm. lot of guava flavor either. I, I've had some delightful guava juice. I've had you have like a like a like a, a nectar, a guava nectar. Oh man, how transcendent is that? And this was just, just under delivered on the guava. Um that's the hell said, are you talking about? <laughs> I've had some great guava juice. Have you I believe you, had, you. you? I've had some great guava. You have like, like Kern's fruit nectar guava. I'm particularly I'm thinking of. You ever have that? It's so. It's just like it, you can't even drink a full can. It's just too delicious. It's too concentrated in flavor. I've had some great it's guava juice. Good. Is what I'm saying. It's too good. It's too good that and, you can't finish it. Yeah, it's like too. It's it's got it's too too dense. It's got too much flavor to it. Okay. Well, you shouldn't have got it at Seven Eleven. Yeah, I mean this, that's the thing. But but I mean that's the test. It's like trying to eat a. It's like trying to eat a truffle. I could eat a truffle. You can you can eat those. <laughs> you can eat the truffle. You can eat a truffle. 
You eat like a whole like a like a whole white truffle. I think it'd be too rich. All right, fine. You don't wait. You don't just snack on truffles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. Good, I'm pretty um, good at finding truffles. <laughs> <laughs> we once, my wife and I were in Italy and went on a truffle hunting tour with this old lady and this. Do- she had a dog named Chaco. And we were just like going through the forest and it was like an hour or two. We hadn't found any truffles and she had this vest with all these pockets on it. And she was like, oh, Chaco, I think maybe there's one over there. And she like ran away with the dog and like kneeled down. She's like, oh, truffle. And and I was like, I, I think she's planting them. I think she was planting them in the ground because <laughs> the dog hadn't found any. Because <laughs> she had all these pockets on her vest. Chaco, right. Chaco you were full of truffles. You could feel that Chaco like felt like he f- felt like he felt like real shit too when she was doing that. If she pulled it out of his Rocco, he probably be- <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seemed he seemed embarrassed, <laughs> covering, covering his face with his paws. <laughs> um, Wags, what else? What else did you do for the for the? Oh your yes, counting guava so I, the, night. The other thing I got was the iced honey bun. Uh, which was just just way too much ice. You're counting this but, as night. This is not. You're counting this as night as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm counting this as night. I think a honey bun for me is not right. an AM treat. That's a that's a nighttime indulgence. And the, there was just too much white Fair. stuff on this. Just too much icing. The texture was nice though. Mm. I, I had good Before sweetness or after to it. After you brought it home. All right. <laughs> 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 but the savory side. Delivered the savory side. I was pretty happy mm. with. I got a simply chicken salad sandwich, which was from their cold case. This was like a like a like mm. a, a, a. This was like an A minus airport sandwich. Had had good bread to it. The chicken salad was in good chunks. I, I mean, I thought this was this was pretty da- this was pretty dang good. And considering you know what the bar is for food here, I I was pretty happy with it. And then my favorite item of the entire bunch, the beef and bean chimichanga. Which which came hot. It was it was from their hot case. I didn't have to reheat it on my own. Uh, a really really flavorful filling. It's a slightly crispy texture that was just delightful. Like exactly what you want for the chimichanga, but not too greasy. I thought this was this was just great. Um, this and the bacon breakfast wow. taco were the big winners on the night and day side of things. Mitch, how about you? Uh, what did you get for the PM side? Well, Wags, I started things off. Um with one of your favorites, I got it in honor of you. I got myself a Coke Slurpee, a Coca Cola Slurpee. Wow. Uh, the machine was running okay. It wasn't the best Slurpee I've ever had, but it was still decent. I think there was, I think it was probably like in the middle of making Slurpees. You know what I mean? Like where you can still get yes. like a decent one. Um, making Slurpees. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of that's kind of its internal monologue during that moment. The rich. It's the, it has the rich it has richter inner monologue, yeah, <laughs> making slurpees. How come we never got to see a rich Richmeister? How come we never got to see a Richmeister movie? You know, would have been I'm great. Sure Rob Schneider's asking the same question. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably asks that every day, dude. Agent. The only I think the question Rob Schneider is asking these days is when are we going to get the truth about Benghazi? <laughs> <laughs> when, when, Madam, Madam Speaker, <laughs> the 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 Coke Slurpee. The issue was is that I got I went for a small, filled it up, and then there were no Slurpee cap sizes. In fact, no, 
no no caps lids for anything that was small in the store. Oh man! So I had to like pour it in the soda fountain and then throw the cup away in the trash, and I felt bad. But uh, and then I had to get like a large. Uh, I had to get a large. I look. I look. This sounds like a fat guy excuse, but I had to get the large Slurpee. I, I had to. That's it was. <laughs> people, you don't believe me, Nick. No, I believe you. All right, I had to get the large Slurpee. I told the lady at the checkout too. I t- I told her everything. Um, uh, but I should start with the things that were bad because I got some things. Even though this Seven Lamb was great, it ran into the same thing that all of them run into, which was I got a slice of pepperoni pizza that was sitting in a little stand. Uh, I got a uh, a chicken a chicken sandwich, which is home style breaded, specially seasoned light bread chicken on a brioche bun that had cheese on it, which I had no idea that I was going to have cheese on it. Uh, and, um, and then I also got a hot dog, a big bite. Uh, wow. All three of those things were unedible. They were, they were, they were putrid basically. Damn. The, the pizza slice I'll show you right now. It just, that should, that should be thrown away. You see it? Yeah. Mitch is showing his phone screen to the camera. It it looks, it looks mostly burnt. That's, yes. what I, that's what I'm saying. The, the front of it, it just was like it just was like congealed and sitting too long. And here's the hot dog. I think I, I don't know if you'll notice this, but I, it was just that color. It's can you see the color of it? Yeah, that is the wrong color of. That's not the right color of a hot it's, dog. It's something you. It looks like something you'd find floating around in some honey sludge. It's 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 <laughs> it's very dark. <laughs> um, and I asked I asked who the the woman who helped me up. She was very nice. I was like. I was like, would you get that? And she's like, oh, I don't eat this food. And I was like, no, I mean, saying like, is this, I'm trying to say like, is this safe to get? Should I, like, should I get this? Because I, right. looking at it, I was like, this looks too dark. It looks overcooked. It looks like it's been out for too long. And then the same thing with that chicken sandwich. The chicken sandwich is maybe like one of the, it was like too overcooked and just was a fucking mess. And these Damn. go, the, along with the that breakfast sandwich, the sausage, egg, and cheese, that one was only slightly less bad, but all of them were basically uh, inedible, and they gotta get a system over there. They gotta do the AMPM thing. They gotta toss the hot dogs that are on rollers, the pizzas, the appetizer things that are just like when you come in there and you're like, this has been sitting for eight hours and it's just cooked to to fucking hell, and it's yeah. it's not edible. It's not you, you gotta throw them away. You gotta throw that stuff away. So that was that. Those were those were the bad things. On to the good stuff, and there and I got quite a lot of food. Um, I got myself, um, I'll save that for last. I got myself a, a, a taquito. I got the the Monterey Jack chicken taquito. And to prove that all the stuff that, like all the app stuff and, and the stuff on the grill, this was great. This was cooked really well. It was really fantastic. I liked it quite a bit. Um, I also got a tuna salad wrap. And Wags, this was almost, this is almost my bite of the night. It was fucking Fantastic. So I can't really. Mitch is holding his phone screen up to the camera again. I can't really tell what we're looking at here. <laughs> it's it's a tuna. It's a, wrap. It's a cross section it's, of the sandwich. What what is the green stuff the at the bottom? That was lettuce. It was it was it was very okay. basic. It was just lettuce, tuna, and in the wrap. Uh, and and then I also got pickle bites, which is Seven Eleven Select. They were hot and spicy. Like they're they're basically just slices of pickles in in a package, fifteen calories per per package. They were in. Those were those were really good. Um, I brought I got a, a, a take and bake sort of deal, except it was take and microwave. It was a calzone, buffalo chicken style calzone. Um, that was pretty good. 
once you got to the meat, the outsides of it, when you microwave it up, like the edges of it were like kind of hard and almost like it was cooked mm. too long. It, the kind of kind of shitty on the outside, but the meat was good. Once you got to the good stuff, it was pretty good. I got myself some sour cream and onion 7-Eleven brand chips. I got white cheddar flavored popcorn 7-Eleven select. Both of them 7-Eleven select. Both really good. Nick, they were both good. Wow. wow. They, were, they were both they were they were both they were good. The yogurt pretzel the yogurt pretzels 7-Eleven brand yogurt pretzels, they were good. The the 7-Eleven brand stuff was was the select stuff was was knocking it out of the park. Um I also got a half Half and half, half iced tea, half lemonade, 7-Eleven Select, and a strawberry lemonade. These weren't bad. They were like, uh, for me, I didn't think that they were too sweet, Wags. They were actually like were less sweet than I expected them to be because I thought they would be super, super sweet. They were, they were, they were still sweet, but not crazy, but just not great. You know what I mean? Like they weren't the quality right. of them wasn't wasn't great. Um, and then I got myself a small meatball sub, and. It was one of the best things I had. It would be bite of the night wow. if not for the thing I'm going to say uh, coming up. Michigan is holding his phone up to the camera, the screen. Looks like it looks like it looks like a really good meatball sub, honestly. So for 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 night spoonwiger, I my my bite of the day was that chocolate chip muffin, but for the night spoon, the bite of the night, and you know that's what matters, was. Would have been that meatball sub if not for a strawberry ice cream sandwich cookie, 7-Eleven's select brand. Wow. Strawberry ice cream sandwich cookie, and it was on sugar cookies, and it was fantastic. It was so good. I'm not lying. Like It was it was really, 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 really good. So this was essentially a chip witch with strawberry ice cream between two sugar cookies. That's what you're describing? That, 100%, yeah. That sounds that sounds like heaven. It was oh thank heaven, seven eleven, Wags. It was it was there, delicious. There you go. Wags uh, is just well, nodding along because it was such a good point I made. It, it was good. I liked it. But I I, 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 I would recommend that strawberry ice cream sandwich to everyone. It's great. It sounds really good. good. I want one. I might go get one. Um, Jason, how about you? Let's talk about what you got for the PM side of things. My PM, I got my one select item. I got, I did get a pint last night of uh, banana cream pie. That was a seven select collaboration with Go Yum. Is that mm. an ice cream brand? I don't know what that is. I guess. Um, it's fun. It was okay. It was good. I made the mistake <laughs> of, I had been thinking of that Cool House Bananas Foster flavor. And it's like a personal rule I have that I broke is don't, if you see a food that like resembles something you like, you shouldn't buy it thinking it'll be like the thing you like. I was like, oh, I like that other banana flavor. I should have just got the one I was thinking of because then I was just comparing it in my head to the one I liked more. But it was fine. And I got a, uh, a pina colada Slurpee last night, which I should have. I was almost got the Coke one. And I should have gotten that because I haven't had that. And it does sound great the way you talk about it. Jason, you, um, you, the, the pina colada Slurpee growing up was was one of my favorite Slurpees. It's a, it still is a good one. You yeah. know what my problem was is a few days ago I had gotten a real pina colada with uh, like booze oh. and it was it was really good yeah. and like heavy and I think I was again just comparing it to the better realer yeah. version of it. But for right. a non-alcoholic pina colada, actually pina colada is just, uh, is one of the only like you can get a like the alcohol in it is not what 
is the primary ingredient that makes it uh, what it is. Like the rum or whatever just adds a little bit of kick, but it's still like a non-alcoholic pina colada flavor. You're still able to enjoy all the coconut and yeah, right. whatever. It could still be really good. So it was, pre- it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was good. Um, and I got, where I went wrong I, was I got three taquitos from Hot Off the Grill mm-hmm. Rollers that two of them were like inedible, were like among the mm. worst food that I've ever gotten at a at a place. Um, oh, <laughs> the, there was the there was a steak and cheese one. I also think they didn't necessarily have to be this bad, but they I think they had just been there forever. Um, that the woman was surprised uh, working there was like seemed confused when I tried to order them, and like maybe I ordered them wrong. Steak and cheese one was really bad, just dry. It's just been out for. I mean, how can you? T- is there any way to know how long these they'd been out? Because I know, yeah, like the the taco that I had in the morning was labeled, and it's like, oh, that's going to expire on Thursday. That made me feel good, and that tasted much fresher. These have been going for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, pizza one was pretty good. That was the only one I finished. Um, it just tasted like a microwave pizza kind. Of, like it's it's the same ingredients. It was good. I guess it hadn't been. Uh, out all day. It's still like all of them had the kind of vague like hospital vending machine food quality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the buffalo chicken one was uh, one of the worst things I've ever eaten. Which oh man! I'm a huge <laughs> buffalo chicken fan. Wow. Um, I, I it's like my favorite sauce. It's buffalo sauce. This tasted like gasoline. It was oh, re- no. and it, it was just really <laughs> thick and dry. I wouldn't have even recognized it as buffalo sauce if, if you didn't tell me that's what they were selling it as. So, and I had never eaten off those rollers before. So I was like, well, I'm, I, you know, I don't often get this opportunity. So, um, the two out of the three were, were pretty, pretty bad. Um, and then I looked up the buffalo chicken one afterwards. And the, like, one of the first things that comes up when you Google it is like a, one of those like listicles that's like food you should never buy at a 7 Eleven. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh and then for dessert i got a um one of their prepackaged uh, little pecan pies uh that was great that was uh exactly what it should be it's perfect wow it tasted like gasoline it, it tasted really strange yeah it had like a burning it was not a buffalo you know, you know buffalo you know what buffalo so it has that like vinegary hot sauce like this was not it wasn't it had it had turned that's that's Man. fucking. <laughs> I think I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to taste like that. I had some pineapple when I got home to try to get the the vibe out, um, and then I just didn't feel good for a few hours. <laughs> well, a, a snack that would maybe be good for Lightning McQueen, if anyone. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with our fork scores here on Doughboys. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. 
That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? Feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? 
My mom liked her aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now she, my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm-hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Doughboys. I was lying to him. We are here with Jason Wallander for Rock Around the Clock Doberfest as we I, revisit I just lied 7-Eleven. to Jason's face about how much he wasn't asking for how much time was left to be clear, but I said we got about a half an hour. We got twenty minutes left, and then Weiger said half an hour, which well, made we'll me just see. look like a fucking big time liar. Did I look we'll like see. I was curious I, I, he, about how much time we had left? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we do that to every we do that to every guest at this point to like say sorry. We basically say sorry. There's only this much yeah. time left, and you um, know, and you and you 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 didn't you didn't seem like you wanted to go, but then sometimes some people are like, oh, okay, good, like they're re- they're ready to yeah. leave. Yeah, we get a text. Uh, so, their publicist texts Emma during the show that they have to go, <laughs> and then we quickly <laughs> make an excuse for them. Um, we, I will say that. <laughs> I will. I will say that, like it. It's uh, here. Here's what I'll say, Mitch. You are a man who sometimes does not quite estimate how long things take, and I think that is partly maybe why you are not always a punctual man. Fuck you. Well, no, that was that's not an insult. I'm gonna be at your house in I'm ten minutes. I'm not trying minutes. to insult you. I'm saying like that. Fucking kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, no, I, I don't, I don't get it. Sometimes, I, uh, you're right. I, I, I sometimes, I, I, I underestimate or overestimate. But maybe we'll be out of here in twenty minutes. Who knows? Um, we'll see. We're, we're going to find out. But right now, we're going to find out what our fork scores are for Seven Eleven. Uh, so, Jason, here's how this will work. We'll each go around. We'll give a closing argument, if you will, for this chain, and end by giving it a, a score from zero to five forks. And then additionally, we will decide whether the AM side has won or the PM side has won by mm. either making the sound of a rooster or the sound of a wolf. The two, the both, the best representatives for morning and night. Yes. There's no complaints yeah. there. Although as on the, in the art, isn't, isn't, aren't, isn't it like rooster and owl? Yeah, well, Van Art's still isn't that what we did for our art? Up. Van still and fucked it up. What do you want me to say? I'll say that you can, uh, for our Doughboys-themed art, I think it is, a, it is a rooster and owl, so if you would prefer to make a, a, an owl sound, like a who, instead of a wolf howl, you have that option. Either, no, which, whichever that's you're, bullshit. We, uh, guess choice. You gotta, Let him right, make an fine. owl sound if he wants. All right, fine. Uh, Jason, uh, your thought, your final thoughts on Seven Eleven, your fork score, and whether AM or PM won. We will begin with you. You know, I never, I, I, I do like Seven Eleven. I've probably been shitting on them too much. I do go to Seven Eleven a lot, but it's mostly for candy and Red Bulls and and just kind of non Seven Eleven items. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't love the taquitos, but. I did really enjoy that chorizo breakfast taco, and for one dollar, it's certainly a good deal. So I think I'll go. 
Oh, God. You know what, though? I'm going to go t- two forks, I think, because of how bad <laughs> those, <laughs> those, those taquitos were. You shouldn't be selling those to mm-hmm. human beings. They're, like, so much worse than anything you could get at any other fast food restaurant. And also, I mean, you had a good one. I had one that was okay and two that were among the worst things I've, I've, I've eaten in my adult life uh, to the point that, like, there's if, if there were no other fast food places, if this were the only place on earth you could get food fast, I would think differently. But because there are other options, you can get, like, McDonald's dollar menu blows away their, their PM mm. options as far as I'm concerned. But... Right. This was my personal experience. I didn't try that meatball sub. I didn't get to this other stuff. I just went all in on taquitos. So my personal experience, I would have to say uh, two. But uh, yeah, and I say AM uh, beats them for, for me. And uh, you, you 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 just have to do a rooster's crow. If, oh, uh, oh. yeah, you have to make a rooster. Cuckoo! Is that a, 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 <laughs> that's that? No, yeah, that was that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, we liked it. <laughs> wow. All right, Night Spoon. What do you think? Well, I'm a little nervous, Wags, because uh, Jason just said AM, the the morning won the day. Uh, and so uh, I feel like, uh, Jason, at the end of the episode, we we, we play uh, the theme song of Nick if morning wins and then the, the theme song of me if the night wins. And I don't this think This is all night your is... weird competitive side emerging- yes. It where is, you have somehow I, ascribed AM to me and PM to you and made this into some sort of battle. Where that's what it is. It is wi- a battle. Like whichever side of it wins. But that doesn't mean it's not you and I trying to win. We're not trying to like advocate. I'm not trying to make sure that the AM wins. We're just trying to be objective here. Whatever is wins, wins. It doesn't mean that Why I won the episode. You'd be rooting for night always. Yeah, so you always root for night? Yeah. I, I'm always rooting for night. Look, life is competition, man. All right, Weiger? And with me and you, <laughs> this is as good as my beautiful guy character. Um, uh, I just don't think that Knight's going to win anything now. Uh, look, I'll start with that then. I'm going to say, Arr! is that an owl? <laughs> <laughs> and also, hoot, hoot, hoot. Uh, there's my wolf. For night wins, <laughs> night wins this one for me. But that being said, the worst things I had were during the night. It was the nighttime was the worst stuff. I also had some uh, mini sprinkle sugar cookies, which were uh, these kind of like uh, vanilla cookies with the, the 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 just like the different color sprinkles on them. Uh, they were they were good, and th- and these weren't even Seven Eleven select. These were just Seven Eleven straight wow, up trash. Uh, yeah. 7-Eleven Trash. <laughs> Those are the two brands. <laughs> 7-Eleven Trash and 7-Eleven Select. Uh, don't go with the trash brands because, honestly, the, the 7-Eleven Select stuff was good. I think I went to the best 7-Eleven in the world, and I still had three or four things that were basically inedible. Um, but that ice cream sandwich, which is packaged, 7-Eleven Select, that's the area they should start moving towards is – if you have a deli in 7-Eleven and, and you had these select items and, and the food was good and, and the stores were clean, uh, yeah, you, you, you'd be doing gangbusters, Nick. You know what I mean? People would stop in there for lunch and eat there. Do they have to do that? I don't know. 7-Eleven's really good at what they do, which is what Jason was saying, is that you can go in there and get snacks and get Gatorades and get whatever you need to get. And then also they got Slurpees, which are fun. 
And on top of that, if you need, sometimes you need to get a hot dog or you need to get a big bite or uh, the same difference, or you need to get a taquito or whatever. It's the place to grab something like that. If you're kind of desperate, the one I went to the best 7-Eleven on the world, which is on a, uh, it's on Adams street, um, near my house in Quincy. By the so way, now, what a great gift. What what a what a wonderful coincidence that the best Seven Eleven in the world just happens to be in your hometown of Quincy, Massachusetts. It is a gift, Wags, and on Adams Street, which is the same street that the Adams Mansion is on. If you keep going down, where where John where John Adams and John Quincy Adams lived, and Pugsley and Wednesday. No, it's not the. It's, that's a different Adams family. Morticia, but to Gomez. think back in the day, of course, thing you can't forget John. thing and Lurch. John Adams was taking his... might stop by. John Adams maybe took his... Uh, my TV just went on. That's creepy. Um, John, John Adams uh, maybe took his horse and carriage down to that the ye old 7-Eleven and got himself something down there, Wags. Mm-hmm. Don't just nod. Help me out here. <laughs> I'm sure that happened. What, what Slurpee flavor and do you And then he got home and knocked on the door and his butler answered and went... You rang. <laughs> Adams Street is named for the Adams Mansion. Uh, same uh-huh. street. This, so the best, the best Seven Eleven in the world is on that same street, and it is it's fantastic. I would recommend the Tuna Wrap. I'd recommend the Meatball Sub, the TD's Deli. When you acquired that place, Seven Eleven, make use of it. Have good fresh sandwiches that are made in there. People will do it. And also, new rule with Seven Eleven. You gotta have times where you just throw things away. The pizza, the little apps. I mean, like, yeah. I get that the, the the half of it is convenience and it's also food waste, but give away some of that food to people who need it or something. Do something where it's that sort of thing of make that food fresher and because right now it just is a waste of food anyways. It's just inedible shit that no one wants to eat. So f- fix your system, whatever it is, whatever your system is. Take those hot dogs off the grill at some point. Get rid of those pizzas. Give them to people in need. There's always people in need around 7-Eleven. Give them away and have fresher stuff. But besides that, 7-Eleven Select stuff was really, really good. Uh, Like I said, night wins. For this 7-Eleven, I will put it in the Golden Plate Club, Wags. This one specifically. Wow. But but (laughs) 7-Eleven alone, you know, I'm going to give it three forks. Wow. I mean, like, the food, though, also, uh, shouldn't I get... I mean, this one, I have to give this one... I have to give this this time three... I have to give it three forks. Yeah, I think that probably my assessment of this <laughs> trip to 7-Eleven will be lower than what my normal 7-Eleven wow. score would be. I, I think similar to you, I had kind of a down 7-Eleven experience, and the coffee was the biggest black mark. I mean, that was just, it was indefensible. Yeah. I was so I was so upset by that. To your point about old product, Mitch, I mm-hmm. think a bi- an issue with 7-Eleven is, is an issue with Subway, where they are franchises where they, are, they have really overexpanded, and the franchise owners are operating with razor-thin margins— and so they have to keep costs at a minimum, and so that's why you end up with so many bad subways and so many bad Seven Elevens, where you know the the people who who've opened them are barely squeaking by, just trying to you know grind it out, and uh, and and so it, it I I think that all comes from the top, just kind of like fucking 
trickling down and and uh it, and and the 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 customer is who suffers in the end um so it, it, it it's a bummer and uh, i i i will say i made some conscious decisions at the 7-eleven visit to stay away from things that i knew did well like if the slurpee machine had been operable i was not going to get a coke slurpee even though i love coke slurpees and i know they're a fucking home run because i was just like i'm gonna get something different uh, that's why mm-hmm. I, I ultimately ended up on the, with a guava flavor juice cocktail okay and similarly <laughs> with, like they had a pizza they had a fucking they had a whole pizza that i could tell had just been made like not a single slice had been given out from it it, it was just it was like piping hot it was like just out of their pizza oven and their pizza i think is pretty decent and i was like if i get a slice of that pizza it's going to be fucking great. And I just I just was like I don't need to, to have this because I know what this is going to be. Uh so 7-Eleven well, definitely has some things right. that they do well. Why are you going to No, cuz I've had their pizza, pizza before. I've had their fresh pizza before and I'm like I know what this is. I know this is going to be good. It's like it's like I don't it's like I go to McDonald's and like hey, they have a fresh batch of fries. I'm going to order these fries and then give my uh, objective opinion. I was like, I know these are going to be good. I don't need to try this for the purposes of this exercise. I'm giving four forks so, to, the, but- to the Quincy 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I branched out a little. I got some things I wouldn't normally get. And uh, I do think they had some some hits and some some misses. But I think overall this lands at... A normal 7-Eleven experience for me, three forks. I would put this at maybe two and a half forks. Two forks, two tines. Wow. But as for whether AM or PM wins, <sighs> yeah, I mean, it comes down to the savory side because I think the sweet treats were were under underwhelming on, on both, uh, you know, uh, 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 on both sides of the day. But Jesus. the savory sides, I think, give the edge to... A woo hoot hoot. Wow. Wow. PM reigns supreme at the 7-Eleven visit. Mike's theme song's gonna play, Wags. Mitch, congrats. You win. Your theme song, I guess we're saying it's yours, <laughs> is going to play. Wow. You know, you so there just you go. Listen to Big it win if you for Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Jason is right that I could just <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> but now the world now the now the, now the world can hear it. The world gets to hear it. Wow. It is very cool. Our buddy Mike Cassidy <laughs> put those themes together. So check that out at the end of the episode. And wow. hey, that'll do it for our review of 7-Eleven for Rock Around the Clocktober Tet. That'll do it for our review of 7-Eleven for Rock wait, Around the Clocktober Fest. Oh, all right, fest. No, I misspoke. I misspoke and I was going to retake it, it but like now we got to keep it the, in. You failed the test. <laughs> I failed the test, all right? Mitch won. I failed the test. I get math. It's time for a new segment. Ratkitaba. It's time for a new segment. Uh, we're going to come with a fast food tie-in meal for a new movie. It's Real Meal. Real spelled wow. R-E-E-L. And this week, we're going to come up with a fast food tie-in for the reigning box office champ, the War with Grandpa, starring wow. Robert De Niro and Uma Thurman, oh, which raked in a staggering $3.6 million this past weekend, putting it at the top of the charts. Knocking off Tenet, right? Knocking off Tenet. Wow. Here's the IMDb synopsis of, of The <laughs> War with Grandpa. Peter is thrilled that Grandpa is coming to live with his family. That is, until Grandpa moves into Peter's room, forcing him upstairs into the creepy attic. 
and although he loves his grandpa, he wants his room back, so he has no choice but to declare war. With the help of his friends, Peter devises outrageous plans to make Grandpa surrender the room. But Grandpa is tougher than he looks. Rather than give in, Grandpa plans to get even. How about that? Anyone? Have either of you seen The War with Grandpa? Are we, are we promoting The War with Grandpa? <laughs> this is not branded content for The War with Grandpa. The Doughboys can't be bought. Um... I, I I haven't I haven't seen the movie. I would I don't feel like I'm going to see the movie. Is he the same grandpa as the bad grandpa? They might be related. No, well, the dirty grandpa. He's the dirty grandpa. He's the dirty grandpa, yeah. Yeah, Knoxville is but, bad. Uh De Niro is dirty. <laughs> but this is a different character. This is my understanding is this is a different grandpa than either the bad or dirty grandpa. Although what a mindfuck it would be if it was the bad grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> they recast Knoxville as De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna make a meal based on this bullshit. Yeah, we're gonna come up with three items that would comprise a fast food tie-in meal, like you know, how Denny's has the Hobbit meal. Okay, and they'll have Radagast's uh, red velvet pancakes. So that so sort of d- thing. I'm gonna throw this out there. It's about, about a bedroom, so maybe a. A breakfast in bed or maybe a dinner in bed? Hmm, no one likes this. There you go. How do you feel how do you see that manifesting itself at a fast food restaurant? Oh yeah, that's hard. <laughs> they like a little bed made of paper. That you... <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Right, that's fun. That could be fun. Like a happy a little... meal sort of thing. Or like the way that yeah, the IHOP gives you those like plastic layers, but it's shaped like a bed. Yeah. What's wrong with that, Wise? <laughs> I like it. All right, I have another pitch. <laughs> yeah. I do, yes. I have another pitch. Wrinkle cut fries. Oh. Instead That's of pretty in, good. Instead of crinkle cut fries, wrinkle cut fries. Grandpas are famously wrinkly. And so <laughs> maybe they could be Here's here's something. Have you ever had wrink, have you ever had crinkle cut fries? They're not really called wrinkle cut fries. Have you had crinkle cut fries? That are like Cajun style that have like spice on them, like spicy wrinkle, uh, crinkle cut. Yeah, I've definitely had that. Oh, well, then fuck. I thought it was something cool. No, but you could still do that. All right, it doesn't fine. mean you spice, can't do it. Spicy, wrink, spicy wrinkle cut fries. So they're crinkle cut fries. Wrinkle cut fries are crinkle cut, but they're a little spicy. They have like Cajun spice on them. How about wrinkly war fries? Or winkly, like angry wrinkly fries, like an angry grandpa. Yeah, right, yeah, angry wrinkly f- fries. There you go. This is a side, so we got the side. R- wrin- wrinkle cut fries. Now for what? a main. Yeah, I said wrinkle, said wrinkle cut, cut fries. Not, I, I know that's what I'm saying. So we were saying wrink. I we were saying wrinkly, and then I, I corrected myself to say wrinkle cut, which was your pitch from earlier. All right, wrinkle cut fries are in. This segment is eating shit. <laughs> what a fucking debacle. Jason is thinking on what it. He's a bad thinking, idea. He's, he's, I can't put it together. I'm trying to... Is there anything <laughs> that you can't say is, no to? I'm trying to form something off of just Robert De Niro's inability to say no. <laughs> 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 but I can't make it a food. 
Uh, like a burger that also has a chicken patty on it and a, fi- yeah, and like a the, yeah, filet yeah. of fish on it. That's it. A burger with everything. Like, right. A, a, a burger patty, chicken, filet of fish, cheese. It's called the Yes Burger, and it's when you can't turn anything down. <laughs> <laughs> because you have debts I love or something. Who knows? You bought too many castles. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The wow. first and the only say real yes burger meals. Ang- angry wrinkle cut Jason. fries that arrives in a bed, a cardboard bed. Jason, how does it feel to be the one and only person who will ever do real meals on the Dope Boy Show? This is it. <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. It's great. It's an honor. The original concept of this was to each we're each picking a movie. How interminable would that be? Wait, is there we're doing three movies? Repeating this process. <laughs> ten, a, is there some twist of like like everyone who goes to went to see this movie presumably caught COVID because they're in a movie theater? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, is there some kind of uh, food twist on that? That's a that's the a great, kind of like it's uh, all reckless. heated up. Your whole meal is heated up in that COVID microwave from the back of the Seven <laughs> Eleven. Right, right. <laughs> all right, so Wagger. Jason volunteered the can't say no burger, which if we try to make that good, it's a cheeseburger and then also a chicken. So a lot of people like the McGangbang at. at, So is this a fancier version of like a McGangbang, which is what the the stupid name that they have for the McDonald's version of this? If you're trying to make it good, I think you just like go over the top and it's just like you, you, you throw pastrami on there, bacon, chili. Uh, che- you know, co- two kinds of cheese. It-, it just becomes like a very just over the top concept. I think that's the way to do well, it. Well, if you got a cheeseburger um, with yeah. pastrami, bacon, cheese, chili, right now that doesn't sound too bad to me. It says, are, are we going to? That's add what I'm in, saying. Is like, the- are we adding a fillet of fish in there too? I mean, it is the can't say no burger. So what do we add? Do we add a chicken patty? Do we add the fillet of fish? Do we have both? Yeah, you have to have everything in there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everything's in there. All right, cheeseburger, a, a cheeseburger every patty, sauce. a cheeseburger patty, a chicken patty, and a fillet, a fillet of fish patty, and then pastrami, yes. bacon, and chili, and then a bunch of different condiments. Yeah, and an entire grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, if you've gone to see the war with Grandpa, this is presumably your last meal before you're put on a ventilator because you were in a movie theater during a pandemic. So you want to just get a greatest hits of all food. <laughs> to remember it. <laughs> all right, so you're covering all your bases in food. Every, 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 almost every animal from the animal kingdom is in this sandwich. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Weiger, Weiger, so I got the side. Jason got the the meal. You got to cover a drink and or and or a dessert. Ah, uh, yes. Well, let's see. I thought we were done. <laughs> we're gonna keep going. You thought that was it? Yeah, we had the fucking bites coming <laughs> in. The first bu- of all. It's it's your segment, first of all. Oh, hold, let's hold on a second here. This was a segment we all decided on in the in the chat. We all we all decided on <laughs> put this all on me. Did Drop King come up? Yeah, with this? we talked about this in the. Ch- Did Drop King come up with this? Yes, Robert Persinger, the Drop King, pitched this segment, and we all talked about it, and we settled on we're going to try it today. So it not, didn't work out. That not, happens. Not only is this the last segment for the last time that real meal ever plays but this is the last segment idea drop king ever gets to come up with 
It's over, Wags. <laughs> Look, Jingle All the Way, spelled W E I G H, is a home run. We've right, been doing that run. reliably. We, we, if we, we hadn't tried that for the first time, we wouldn't know it was going to work or not. All right, so I got wrinkly cut fries. Jason has the can't say no burger. You have to come up with something. You yes. have to come up with a drink. And if, if, if I had to have a drink based on the war with Grandpa, I would have room temperature water, I guess, is what I would pitch. Mm. You know what I'm going to say? <laughs> how, about a, how about a callback to Robert De Niro's uh, more esteemed career when he was making art films and winning Oscars? How about a raging Red Bull? Wow, Whoa. that's good. What? So okay. Red Bull with a little bit of pu- kick to it. So it's got like a it's got like an habanero in there. Oh, that sucks. Well, I, I thought I thought it'd be like more like <laughs> I thought it'd be more like a soda or something like a like a like a you know like a, a habanero Red Bull sounds bad. You just gotta get through. All it. right. Well, it doesn't be habanero. <laughs> yeah, call it call it. <laughs> Like a Fresno chili, something a little milder. What if we all see War with Grandpa and we really like War with Grandpa? I bet you I'd love it. Maybe it's good. (laughs) All right, a dessert, Wags. Can you think of a dessert? I gave you the drink. You got to come up with a dessert now, too? All right, here, going back, hearkening back to De Niro's more esteemed career once again. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Mean Sheets Cake. All right, I like it. I like it. That's the, that's maybe the only part of the meal I'd re- the wrinkly cut fries and the mean sheet cake is kind of what I would want to eat. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> what are you going to do with this giant That was real burger? meals. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Uh, you know what? That was, that the was real, real meal spelled R E E L. If you guys want to make that meal at home and take pictures, send it to us at Doughboys Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> And be sure to use the hashtag RealMeal, R-E-E-L-M-E-A-L, <laughs> on social media. Just like a restaurant without your feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today we have an email from Drew. Drew writes, A couple years ago, some friends and I went to a ramen shop in Palo Alto. They have a window so you can watch people prepare the noodles while you wait. It was so satisfying to watch them be stretched out and cut. I also like to sit at the sushi bar to watch the prep work. What are the doughboys and guests' favorite foods to watch being prepped mm. slash cooked? Go Lakers tying up the Celtics championship record. Sorry, Mitch. Well, fuck Thank you, do. Um, hmm. Food to watch being prepared. You know what I love? Someone tossing a pizza pie. Yeah. Man, that is man, that is so entertaining. That's you, a good you, one. You get that pizza dough whirling in the air, and then they catch it, and they, 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 they fucking roll it with that rolling pin. Oh, man, Why that is, is great. That's I'll just a real show. That. I like seeing it go in the oven. <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I like get crawl, crawl on in there, watch it cook. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had the thought? Because I'll sometimes go to like we. There was this back when people would go to restaurants. We used to go to this pizza place. We'd sit at the counter, and they had like a giant, like one of those wood fired mm-hmm. ovens that you could see in the kitchen. And I just would always think, like, what if I just fucking baseball slid into that oven? <laughs> like, what? That would be like, be how cool. I would just, it would just be such a grim way cool. to it die. Would, it would be cool for all of us. And then for you, it, yeah. <laughs> as you're like trying to like paw your way out of there and burning like your palms. Oh, Jesus. There, there's like no way to survive. That would be instant death, right? Like, you slide into an 800 degree oven, you're just going to be fucking immolated. In a moment. 
Yeah, you yeah probably you... probably the most uh, effective way to uh, commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably the most painless way to die. <laughs> Coolest. I think that you could crawl out of there, but you'd have to resist the temptation of looking at or grabbing one of the pizzas. So, yeah, that's yeah, a, it's problem. a big problem. <laughs> I have wondered this too, Wags. Being in one of those little ovens, it would it. it uh, I'm surprised that saw. I'm surprised Jigsaw never, uh, Jigsaw himself never caused a little a pizza oven sort of situation. Do you think anyone has stared into yeah. a pizza oven and not thought about jumping in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that when people were listening to Real Meal, their minds wandered. <laughs> their minds wandered to where the nearest pizza oven was. <laughs> Um, you know what's also fun to be see, uh, to get uh, see to get made is uh, uh, ice cream sundae. Oh yeah, you get to see every step in the process. That's a delight. What's one hundred percent with like you? Salt water taffy when they have mm, the taffy machines that stretch the taffy. Emma, that's yeah, great. that is a cool machine. That's great. That's good. I was trying to think yeah. of like some pull food or stretch food, uh, and I know that there was similar. I went to a place in, in when I was in Mexico City. Uh, um. A, like a churro place there's like a like when they the few churro places where you got to watch them make the churros and that was pretty cool too like you watch them extrude out of a, a thing yeah and they, 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 they like coil up they're much longer and then they cut them up um but I'm trying to think there's there's got to be something else that we're missing wags right well the thing the thing here's here's the thing I really like to watch mm-hmm. is is you get one of those obnoxious like fourteen dollar craft cocktails. And a bartender who knows what they're doing, just assembling that step by step. Yeah, I mean that's right in Emma's wheelhouse. But sometimes uh, for the- a bartender, and it's 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 that's really I like I watching someone build a drink and then like like light an orange peel on to over the top of it and finish it with like a little garnish or whatever. I'm just I, I'm always like completely entranced by that process. But I gotta ask Emma here too. Aren't there some bartenders who are like a little too showy sometimes when they're clapping the the leaves and stuff? I think it's a- depends on the kind of restaurant you're at like if i'm at like an applebee's and the bartender's trying to like flip like shakers around i'm like all right cool down but there are some bars where you have like it's supposed to be a show yeah but yes if you if i order a drink and it takes you so long to make my drink because you're trying to show off then i'm probably a little irritated i don't know how often you have to like clap the mint leave do you have to clap the mint leave you do oh everyone thinks i it seems like everyone thinks you do have to clap the mint leave I don't think I've ever clapped a mint leaf. I don't know what that is. That, yeah, that seems fake to me where they do that. With yeah. The, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they slap the, the leave. I think I sometimes they like, that might just like, uh, that might be more of an aromatic thing where mm. if you like rough it up a little bit, you get that minty smell. But like, I've never done that to make a cocktail. You, rough it up. you know, I'll say. You can, you can get that yeah. just by threatening it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to badmouth bartenders. We love bartenders, uh, of course. Yeah, but uh, no, tough it's time, a tough balance. times for you bartenders. Can't, you can't waste too much time making a cocktail, but it should be a, a fun experience. But there's also like, if you go to like a sports bar and I'm just like ordering a quick cocktail, I don't want to watch you make a crazy cocktail. I want you to put my stuff in a drink, so a cup, so I can leave. That's, you know right, what I mean? Fair. I say it's COVID. You take as long as you want. What else are we doing, right? Take, take, take a couple <laughs> yeah, hours. Do whatever. Just have fun with it. We'll take what we can get. Jason, anything come to mind as a food you personally like to see prepared? It's kind of a traditional, but it, like a good sushi guy uh, do, ah. with that cu- cutting cutting into a piece of fish is very satisfying. If, That's uh, yeah. 
Yeah, they're they're, they're confident. That yeah, brings, that's fucking awesome. That brings up. I'm I'm not into it, but pe- people sometimes think it's fun with lobster. I, I had lobster for my birthday dinner, Wags. Uh, the, I got lobster. It was a lobster dinner, and we had a. Uh, Stuffed uh, clams, uh, not not shells. Stuffed clams, like the uh, cohogs, a lot of people call them. And then we had mm. two different types cohogs, of cohogs. You say that's right, cohogs. <laughs> <laughs> My hometown. Uh, you think real meals is bad? <laughs> 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 I couldn't think of anything else to say. Um, but uh, I, a lot of people like to make a little show of the of the live lobsters. I, I don't like that. I I asked yeah. my mom if we could have them come, uh, if we could have them come cooked because I don't. What do don't, they do to them? They, they 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 you know they hold them up and some some people race. I remember when I was younger, people used to race lobsters, which is kind of fucked yeah. up. There's like a way to hypnotize lobsters so that they like stand on their head and they'll stand there like that mm-hmm. for five ten minutes if you like rub their little the bridge of their nose kind of and like it's cool my i like have seen it a couple of times but then as i've gotten older it's kind of like is that me yeah <laughs> yeah these are, all, these, are these these are all these are like old irish sea tricks that that we do up here in the northeast where <laughs> we put lobsters to sleep and all this stupid bullshit but i i, I don't i don't like it i i, I don't like but i i wags i had stuffed shells i had uh i'm sorry stuff Stuffed clams, cohogs, and I had two different types of uh, salt and vinegar potato chips, corn on the cob. Uh, Wags, you would it was a great it was a great birthday dinner. You would have loved it. Sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, anything that's that's sort of like reveling in the the death of an animal I, that's definitely too grim for me. I, I will say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I'm agree. Not, not into that. Um, the the but you know. I, as far as like preparing food in front of you, how much fun did we have at Benihana, Mitch? We had a lot of fun. We, we had the time of our lives. Mm-hmm. That, that's such a great experience. Well, that's that's a thing that it's a it's a it's a shame. Unless you live in a horribly mismanaged state right now and are willing to risk your health, that you just can't go to a Benihana in this day and age. Why? Um, but it. You, yeah. I remember after that, you were like, I had the time of my life, and we were like, Yeah, it was fun. You're like, Yeah, but it was the time of my life, and we were like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very fun day. We we it, that was very enjoyable. You just get to see a master at work, and you get to be entertained by them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a but yeah that that that's a real treat. Uh, anyway, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at eight three zero godo. That's eight three zero four six three six eight four four. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Jason Walliner, what a treat to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining Long us. Long overdue. Guys, thanks so much. This was so much fun. Uh, I really, I'm, it has been an honor. I'm such a fan. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you so much for saying that. And, 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 you, and you weren't in a rush to leave, but I got to say, 20 minutes on the dot. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mitch. Yeah, you won that one too. <laughs> Um, Jason, anything you'd like to plug it this time? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, uh, there's a movie coming out. Yeah, look up my name, you'll see about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> I made a movie. Hope you enjoy it. Check it out, for real, yeah. Check it out. We're the excited. with Grandpa. <laughs> the one's <with> Grandpa. <laughs> 
<laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys double. Fuck it. We'll do it live-ish. The final double of Rock Around the Clock Doberfest has us take calls from listeners like you live. It's the Doughboys delivery line. Live. And then edited and released later. Get the Doughboys double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>